Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Has started. Today is November 16, 2016, so Gandhi, please. Okay. Um, he calls himself your big gentle Ben, your big boy, your sweetheart. Um, you know, he, he comes across as a very gentle soul, also very wise. When I ask him in what way wise, he says, I could always observe my family, sense how they were feeling, and come right over and be supportive in a physical way. Okay. So your person, Stephanie, has some questions for you. Okay. What's your first one? Uh, want to know how he's doing, worried that. Okay, um, so let's start there. Yeah. How are you doing? You know, he's fine. He feels very good. He shows me having strength in his spirit body in the vertebral section of his spine, so he's got back strength, in other words. Tell me more. He says, I feel like I've got my back two hind legs up and underneath me in a good kind of way. So he's just letting you know that his body is all like working the way it should, even though we know he's got a spirit form, not a, not a physical form. As far as how, how are you doing emotionally? He says, well, I, I'm keeping tabs on my people. He shows me an image of very much spending a lot of time in the home, still in spirit form. He is lending his, contributing to, it's um, two things, lending to your emotional state. He's trying to help out. If you sense him being around, it's because he very, very much is. He hasn't very spent, very, really well spent much time on the other side yet in totality. He certainly can bounce back and forth between both places, but he is contributing to helping everybody stay calm. This is what he's trying to offer by being in spirit form. Um, he says to you, Stephanie, you need to take more deep breaths. He feels that the deep breathing will help to ease your pain. And he knows you've got a lot of pain. This is missing, you know, missingness is, is the emotional discomfort he's talking about here. You know, he says that he came to be a very loyal dog. He says he was very loyal to the home, to the family. Um, he wants you to know that he took things in stride. It's like when he got around the age of eight years old and on, he says his his personality stayed the same, but his demeanor shifted and changed in that he got more relaxed with life, less serious, less um, enthusiastic about feels like things on the other side of the fence, people on the other side of the doors. It's like he kind of, um, me- I guess, mellowed out is a better word. He grew up <laughs> around the age of five. He says he was a good boy before that, and he really mellowed or became more of an easy man. Easy. Ease-filled. Okay. Um, you did nothing wrong, he says, when I asked, what is this about? He says she needs to know she did nothing wrong. Um, he says his heart, and he brings me to his physical heart, it was very um, pumping irregularly, is what he's showing me. So there was some blood circulation flow issues. He tells me there, you know, in his physical body towards the end, he felt these. Um, hmm. Um, 
I'm not sure exactly what this is, but uh, he's showing me like bouts of in and out, in and out, awareness and not awareness. This may be seizures, this may be something where he wasn't fully with it all the time, um, but he's telling me that he is 100% with it now and conscious of his body, full control of his physical body. What else do you want to ask, Daphne? Um, um, I guess I just, I, I didn't know if he knew what happened to him, why he got sick, or... Yeah, let me ask. Do you have an awareness about why you got sick? Um, he just says that, again, he brings me back to his heart. He shows me his heart working really hard. He brings me to his large intestine as well, so intestinal region too. He says things were working off. It's like the front half of his body and the back half of his body was not quite in sync with each other. He shows me as a result becoming very low in energy, very cool in physical temperature as well. Um, unable to like keep the blood flowing well in such a way that he could maintain normal body temperature. Um, you know, it's interesting. He does. I know you use the word sick. He doesn't call it sick. He calls it more of a decline. He declined as far as he sees it. Um, there was nothing, he says, that really could have been done. He feels like fluids and supplements. He shows me tossing all those out. No longer, you know, towards the end there, he was no longer interested. He did not want to go that route. Um, he was just a tired boy. He keeps bringing me to his back hind legs, back hind feet as well. This keeps drawing my attention. Um, and he just wants you to know that his feet are firmly planted underneath him. No hind end issues anymore. Okay. What else, Stephanie? Um, um, I guess I was wondering if he was going to be staying with us for a while, or if he plans to... Was there anybody that met him on the other side? Okay, sure. So we got two questions. So first off, where do you want to go? Okay, so are you going to be staying for a while in spirit form? He says as long as you need me, especially at night. He thinks you get lonely at night. Um, he shows me an image of being very much, uh, okay, in spirit form beside your bed there on the floor, but up near the region of the bed where the pillows would be, that section of the bed on the floor. So yes, he is still going to be with you. He doesn't have any plans on leaving anytime soon because he's still offering his energetic support. He wants you to be okay with his passing. Um, he thinks this was really hard on you, this particular, him as a being in this particular situation. Um, he says it didn't come out of the blue. It did not come out of the blue. You had a bit of a heads up because there was some decline. He shows me two days, um, two days being very significant. And he wants you to know that he realized at that two day mark, that he was getting ready to go. And he says he didn't have any way of telling you. He just noticed his own locomotion motor skills slowing down, like kind of a coming to, close to coming to a halt. Really, really slow, molasses type feeling. As far as, did anybody greet you, Gandhi, on the other side? Um, he shows me a man who he refers to as daddy. Um, uh, when I asked, so tell me more about this person. He says it's like somebody who's an overseer. Um, spirit guide isn't the right word in this case. It's uh, somebody who's more like a friend, quite honestly, a human friend to him. He feels like, indeed, he was greed. He was actually given a bone, a treat, on the other side. 
He says not that we need to eat bones, but he would put it in his mouth, took it in his mouth, and then he shows me walking off with it, but not eating it. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, what he says for you, deep breaths, drink water. He says all is well for me and for you. He feels that he actually left you, Stephanie, in good hands. Um, so the other beings that are still with you, not just yourself, but these would be small beings. I believe he's referring to animals. He nods his head, animals. In this case, he, he says they've got you. They're taking care of you. Let them do so. That He knows they're not him. He thinks he was just so easy, so easy to have around. Just, you know, one of the easier beings um, in your life. And Mr. Reliable. He was just like, you just asked him to do something, and he would just go and do it. Calls himself a very polite young man, a very good boy. He says, I came to allow you to experience an ease-filled life with a dog. So he actually came to offer you that easy arena, because <laughs> not every dog, as we all know, is easy to have around. Um, but he was. He was like your soft blanket experience. Okay. Um, he's also advising you, Stephanie, to put your feet up. Uh, you know how people will lay back on a couch and elevate their feet on pillows on a coffee table or something of the sort? He's showing me you elevating your feet when I ask, what's this about? He says she'll feel better. She'll be able to relax. He says she does so much for everybody. He commends you for being a very busy person, but he does feel you're busy, and it's good to take time out for yourself. He feels that his passing has kind of forced you, Stephanie, to slow your pace a bit. Um, when I ask, so her pace in what way? Um, because you're getting kind of caught up in your thoughts, it's slowing your body motions, your, your body movements, you're getting from point A to point B when you're home. This is when you're home. When I ask, tell me more, he says she needs to sit down and relax. He says that it's okay to grieve me. He shows me an image of you hugging yourself. He says, be gentle with yourself, love yourself through this. And he says, know that I'm laying down by your feet in spirit form. He's spending a lot of time wherever you kind of sit or end up um, staying in a chair or a couch for a period of time. He ends up sitting and laying there near your feet. And it's like every location you move to, he's sitting and laying in spirit form, of course, in these locations. So he is actually very, very close to you in this way. Um, his eyesight has returned, too. He wants you to know. All right. What else for him? We've got five more minutes. Oh, are you there, Stephanie? Oh, I can't hear you. Stephanie, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Did you go accidentally put yourself on mute if you can hear me? Okay. Um, you stay on the phone if you can hear me. I'm going to jump off the call line and call back in. We'll see if that works. Hold on. Stay right there. To stop conference this session. Stephanie, can you hear me now? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? I hear you, yes. I don't know what happened oh. there. I didn't hear you all of a sudden. I don't know. That is weird. 
All right. Well, we still have five more minutes, and everything's getting you know being held on the recording. So you'll be you'll be getting a copy of that. What else for him? Okay. I just wanted to know if he knew if the other dogs uh, knew that he was gone. Okay. There's any way for them to know. Okay, so the living dogs you're referring to, yes. So, Gandhi, um, are the other dogs, or were the other dogs aware when you passed? Um, he feels that one small one was indeed aware, but, it, and I believe he's talking to about her as a she. Um, she, it's like, she, like, it wasn't a big deal. Um, she took it all in stride. Um, and he thinks that's actually a good, healthy manner of dealing with his passing. When I ask, are the other animals aware of you being in spirit form now? Obviously no longer physical. He says everybody knows. Everybody knows. You know, he's telling me take all the, all the food um, that you gave him, that you would have given to him to feed him with. Give it to the little one. She needs to put some poundage on. You need to fatten her up. <laughs> Okay, so you obviously know who he's talking uh, about. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but he's already fat. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, he wants you to give it to that dog because that dog would be happy to eat it as well. So. Um. That, that's probably what <laughs> that dog is, would be very happy to eat it. <laughs> Goodness. You know, some of Gandhi's uh, favorite experiences, Stephanie, when he was in the physical was, well, just being calm and relaxing on the floor, relaxing on the rug. He shows me just taking, um, observing things with his sense of sight. He shows me his hearing there towards uh, the end was, was not very acute. Um, it was easier to see things with my eyes, even though they were hazy as well, Cl a little clouded over versus crystal clear vision. Um, he says that he actually tried to talk with one of the dogs, he calls it the brown dog, um, three days before he passed, but that dog, um, younger than him, uh, young, is also at least young relative to Gandhi's age, he says it just, just wasn't listening. Um, what would you have told that dog, just the same, that I was getting ready to leave and that you need to take care of mom? But he says, he did, guess he didn't really need to tell everybody that because they all just swoop in around you and, well, they treat life like it's routine, as if, um, he says, they're all, they, the dogs, are treating life as if, well, nothing changed. So he feels that the routines of things are pretty much still in place, and you're the one who's having the hardest time regarding this. And he says, all is well, Mom. He says, tell the little one to be quiet. Um... <coughs> He wants to, I mean, he, he gives it to me as if, tell it to shut up. I don't like those words, so I change it to be quiet. But it's about vocalizing, and so this is um, also his advice to you. Tell the dog to be quiet. Yeah. Everybody's nerves will be, feel better if the dog was to tone it down. Um, so, Stephanie, whichever dog this is he's referring to, you might want to say out loud to that dog, would you be willing to soften your voice? to relax enough to bring things down a few notches because doing so will indeed help our stress level. Okay. Yeah. You probably won't listen, but I will try. Okay. <laughs> you can try, yeah. <laughs> 
Very good. Anything um, else for well, him? One last thing I uh, wanted to ask is um, his dad was very concerned about him um, when he was at the hospital, and he just looked at him with a lot of pain and scare. He was afraid, and um, his dad just wanted to make sure that he's not afraid because he was afraid of everything here, and I just want to make sure that, you know, where he's at now, he's not afraid. Okay, absolutely. So what do you want to say around that? I'm not afraid. He says, I feel like I'm being held in a set of hands, a palm of hands. I feel very held. Um, he says, fear doesn't follow one here. Fears are a thing that happens when you have a physical body and a nervous system. Fear can't follow. There's no nervous system here. No worries. Um, noises no longer set him off. Uh, he says, there are no surprises on this side. Things don't startle me or surprise me either here. I always know everything's coming. So he's very tied in to sensing with his, you know, sixth sense, quite honestly, his telepathic sense, as well as sensing energy on the other side, which all beings with spirit bodies can do in the most natural way. That is their mode of communication. He says, I know everything that comes and goes. It's very comfortable here. Tell daddy not to worry. One last um, image he's giving me, he shows me an image of laying down with a blanket halfway over him, um, a blanket up to his neck as well, and asks, what is this image about? He says, I am resting easy now. I am sleeping well. Um, I get this as a reference to there were times when he was in the physical body that he got uncomfortable in his physical form and got restless. Um, maybe got up and moved around some before finally laying down and getting settled in, and, and that had to do with the circulation issues that he says he was having there as well. So now he can rest easily. He feels great. He, this is all about him letting you know he feels so good in his body. Excellent. All right. So he just says that my message for my people is that I love you. I love you. I was very loyal and always hung out by, and he shows me hanging out very close to your, your husband, um, daddy's side. Yeah. So... He's still with the family. <laughs> Very good. Stuff. I had a feeling. So we are set. I thank him. And just give me 24 hours to email you the recording. I've got stephanie.cla at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yep. All right. You take care, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Bye-bye for now. Have a good day. Bye. You too. To start conference, the record. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.